What's up? This is Spike Lee from the Republic of Brooklyn, New York. Keep it locked right here on Fan Bros, where the bros are fans. Later. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, Internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Benjamin, in the place to be alongside. Once again, there's no Chico Leo. You know, I'm getting tired of saying this, so I'm going to explain something really quick. The Fan Bros Show has been going through some relocations lately. We've been moving around in different spaceships here and there. So it's been tough for us all to get together, all of us to get together. So tonight, I bring you my boy once again back from Houston, Texas, Illa YC. And the crowd goes wild. What's you always have, on, like, the late, delayed reactions, Zilla, to my intros, so we're going to have to work on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I'm trying to, you know, I'm a fan broski, so it's like I'm trying to build up to that that, that level. You know, I'm not year, there with Jamie or, or Tatiana or the mighty Chico Leo, but, you know, one day. Oh, wow. And, and before I, I grovel. And before I could even introduce her. <laughs> Kneel before Chico. <laughs> He's not really a Zod type, though. But um, before I could even introduce her, Zod, Zod, you said Neil before Chico, right? Oh, I was thinking Gorilla Grodd. Closer in appearance, but still not really (laughs) a, you know, Gorilla Grodd type when I think of Chico Leo. More of a leader, you know, a Samuel Stearns type of person, like. You know, the ill brainiac. That actually yeah. makes so much sense. Wow, that that was mind blowing. Yeah, Samuel Stearns, so right? Are, That's are, his name in the comics, right? The leader, <laughs> enemy of the Hulk. So, so are you the Hulk? Um, yeah, yeah. Are, ba- are you ba- the Hulk? Ba- right, and yeah. then like <clears throat> Tatiana would be She Hulk, and Jamie is. Um, <clears throat> uh, we 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 might be able to go somewhere with this, but. For the time being. That would be dope. Comic-Con. All right. For the time being, can I introduce our other co-host of the night, Tatiana King. Tatiana, the Grand Duchess of Tech. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know, I should incorporate maybe a 30-second long, you know, chat about (laughs) myself since you guys took so long to get to me, you know. Maybe talk about. I mean, you, you know, know go right like ahead. How you been, Tatiana? Right you know, it feels like it's been a while like since you've been here. I've been all right. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm, I'm glad to hear you sounding all lively. I know, right? Because uh, the last episode that I did with LYC, the comments have been coming in left and right about how I sounded like I was gone off that lean, like I smoked something good, <laughs> like I needed a nap. I mean, it was some vicious attacks on the SoundCloud iTunes pages. 
at fanbros.com. Tatiana's tweet. Y'all, y'all got to give him a chance. He just got back from the Phantom Zone. He's not quite ready yet. You know, I... Not quite. I had to break through the little mirror thing that that floats in space. <laughs> oh God! You got the mirror one though. <laughs> you can't even do the cool Phantom Zone. You got the mirror. Nah, thing. that's the that's the best Phantom Zone ever. When they go flipping <laughs> through space. The yeah. glass. <laughs> in the disc. That is awesome. Yeah, (laughs) I I don't know about the other fan. I I know he's got the one where he's got like the um the lens that he turns on. It's like a light he turns on, and you get shot into the Phantom Zone. But that's nowhere near as cool as the light as them throwing the glass. Oh oh, but that's something that's so random. But um, Man of Steel when they shoot Zod and them off in the space. The ships that they send them in are real, uh, what's the word I want? Phallic. That, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I, I was watching it on DVD the other day, and it was like, yeah, uh, all right, fan bros out there, check out Man of Steel. When they shoot Zod and them off into space, there's a moment. I mean, not a moment. The ships that they're in, like I say, are phallic, you know, word of the day. <laughs> That's always the word of the day on this show for some reason. It seems to happen like that. And Dallas Penn <laughs> isn't even too here. Often. No, man. Oh, yep. He rubbed off on us. Oh, yeah. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough to go anywhere, anywhere after that. So um, let me just say this. See, I show up and I just cause so much trouble. My fault, y'all. I'm it's sorry. good to have you back again. And yes, um, to all the fan bros out there, I wanted to thank everyone for coming on the Twitter, coming on fanbros.com, SoundCloud as always, subscribing, iTunes. Thank you very much for all the love on all of our various outlets. And I wanted to let y'all know that SoundCloud, we now have our own SoundCloud page, Fan Bros show at soundcloud i'm not sure exactly what the final um what's the word yeah there the we go Tatiana. The, U- the url the that's the word i was looking for the but you can visit the loudspeakers network you can there find the fan bros show page and bam subscribe to the new fan bros show page all the episodes are up they'll now be on itunes with the same time they go up on SoundCloud, a lot of big changes, you know. Yes, yes, and we heard you, iTunes users. You know, we know you were mad at us. We fixed it. <laughs> well, actually, Ben, I mean, uh, I didn't. Shout out yeah. to Matt Raz. Shout out to uh, our behind-the-scenes technical people who put together this whole new SoundCloud page. I had nothing to do with this one, but good looks. What up, Cedric? Well, there you go, yep. Calvin. Thank you. All the people behind the scenes, thank you very much on that. LYC, you're one of these um, iTunes users and subscribers who is a little peeved, I would say. Yeah, pissed off. Yeah, pissed about off. the. Yes. yes. That, that would be appropriate. Because with the iTunes, I mean, it's, you know, it's all connected to uh, my computer system. So when that download doesn't hit, I'm going to the gym, get on the treadmill. I don't have a fresh new fan, bros. It does something it's to like me. It's like fucking with your spirit. emotions. My fault. My fault. I feel like 
How is it your fault? Know. You're the Grand Duchess of Tech. You're the, you're the tech I, That's whisperer. the point. I feel like I should have fixed it. <laughs> it's all good. Everything is up to speed. Okay. Like I say, check us out at our new SoundCloud page. The iTunes will now be updated. Same time as the SoundCloud. No more problems in that area. Thanks once again to all the people who've been waiting, complaining, hitting us. That we is got wonderful it. good. My spirit is now still. And I can sleep <laughs> at night, you know, be- because of this. You know, now now I can go to sleep, Ella. You know, I'm glad your spirit is together. Uh, um, Yeah, on another <laughs> note, next week is New York City Comic Con. Woohoo! I'm so excited. So um, have what's you that? guys reached a decision yet? About what we're, about what we're wearing? That we'll yes. be cosplaying as. Yeah, we we, we, have, we, we got a few choices. ideas, you know. We yeah. We're not going to tell. You're just trying to have to find us. Okay. Okay. I mean, we'll tell the you. The internet's want to know. We'll tell you. The internet's will find us. There we go. Or oh, when they see us. But the internet's want to know. Well, yeah, when they see us. If you're in New York. Or oh, when they get one of those crispy fan oh, bro oh, stickers. Oh, see, like, you're oh. just letting the cat out of the bags before, you know. <laughs> no, no. You announced it on... Uh, the uh, I did? RP Nintendo episode. Oh, yeah! Dang. I listened to that. To, I listened to that today. Nice. Tools are fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sounded like yeah. the cat from um the old Hanna Barbera cartoons. Exit stage left, even. Oh yeah, what's um, the name of the cat? Oh, exit stage left. Heavens to Murgatroyd. To Murgatroyd. What's a Murgatroyd? Yeah. I don't know. That's what he said. That's what Yo, he I didn't. I don't cat. remember that one. To Murgatroyd. Mur- I'm Murgatroyd, gonna have to. Yeah. The pink. The, yeah, the, the pink, pink cat. cat. The name is escaping me, but yes. Isn't that I think it might be because there, there was a rapper, uh, Snagglepuss, and I think he named himself after the cat. So I think you're right. Oh. Oh. Well, anyway, though, none of Shout us is dressing up as Snagglepuss. Yeah, he didn't. Eat. None of us is dressing up as Snagglepuss. The, the rapper or the cat. About that. Yeah. The rapper or the cat. But if you are in the city or you are in the area or you are coming to New York City, please, please, please come to Comic Con. Hit us on Twitter at Fanbro Show. Let us know where you'll be. We're going to be having a meetup sometime, probably multiple days, but we're going to have a big one. Probably on Saturday at some point during Comic Con or afterwards. Well, yep, yep. Even if you can't, even if you don't have a ticket and you can't get, oh yeah, you'll see us. You know, you'll see us. We'll come outside, say what up, then go back inside. (laughs) (laughs) But like Illyc said, when we come outside, we might even give you a sticker. Your your very own Fan Bro Show sticker that you can take home and say, "I met those people." Look. That we're going back inside without you. Because if you don't have a sticker, they might not believe you. You know, they might be like, you didn't meet the fan bros. You're lying. But you can be like, no, look, I got a sticker. You know, (laughs) might help. What's up? What's up, man? Um, Next is, you know, I I have a, it's it's kind of a weird one right now. I got a question for our fan bros out there. But I'm the guy who didn't turn my phone off, so I'm fixing that first. And um, but the question is, there's a bid show out right now, just uh, returned. It's fall season. Scandal's back. I have to ask the fan bros: Is this fan bros material? 
Tatiana. Before you guys, before the internets answer the question, let me say I freaking love this show. I understand how you the internet's. I mean, the internet's love it. it. It's it's it seems on my Twitter feed. I mean, it's, I mean do do our internet? My love Twitter it. feed is pretty it. unanimous in its you know glorification of scandal. Yeah. Yeah, mine's too. What about what about you, Ella? Uh, I'm not as 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 heavy on Twitter, but Facebook, Google right. Plus. Well, um, yeah. I co- I'm. All right. It's it's fan bros so worthy. Fan bros approve fan bros stamp, right? Yeah, I think just covering scandal. I mean, but we're not doing this for the numbers, Zilla. You know, you don't just like sit there and be like, you know, oh, by doing this we can sell out. Like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And if you do, you don't tell the fans. You know, we discuss that. You gotta get your scandal. I mean, we're gonna keep it real, but you know, you got you're supposed to discuss that in the back rooms. You know, when we have our email meetings, that's when you bring that up, not live on air. What do you think they're going to do when they get this, the Fan Bros sticker? I, mean, I meant to you know, tell they, y'all. I like, meant to tell y'all. Uh, LOYC came out the Phantom Zone like two weeks ago, two weeks before Ben I mean, So, you know, a <laughs> slow on things. Give him a he's chance. a Fan bro not a full Fan Bro yet. So, you know, he's still learning. Yeah. So, you know, let, let him level up a bit. You know, some more XP. You know, I got and my, he, my, he can, my Phantom He can Zone earn the power of um, silence. You know, <laughs> <laughs> or run. LYC <laughs> learned run. <laughs> he learned escape. But all right, so to con- <laughs> he learned splash. splash. You lost me there. Oh, Magic card, oh, man. Once again, once again, Tatiana. You know, I'm sorry. I hey, it works though. Place. You know, because definitely someone else out there knew what the hell you're talking about. I'm just not a Pokemon person beyond uh, Pikachu. That's about as far as I go. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I know. Scandal. But scandal, man. Um, yeah, like I say, I'm not a big fan of the show. I mean, no, 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 no let me not start off like that. I just haven't, re- I haven't, yeah, because I don't want to get <laughs> ate up. Yeah, yeah you're, um, you're going to get hate, I haven't hate really tweets, watched the show, let mail. me say that. I've watched a few episodes of previous seasons, and then tonight I caught the catch-up episode where they showed you what the big things that have gone down in the previous seasons, and then I watched mm-hmm. the, you know, show tonight. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it overall. Like, you know, uh, it was good to see Steinette's dad show up um, as Olivia's mm-hmm. daddy Pope, daddy Olivia's Pope. dad, you know, even though I could not believe him at any point because I just expect him to bust out crying every other second like he did in term. Like, I'm what? sorry. <laughs> daddy Pope is a He definitely on is. Show, but, man. you know, like I say, Terminator 2 has always ruined him for me. Like, whenever I see him, I just expect him to bust out crying and talk about how he can't go on anymore <laughs> and go on without him. You know, whatever. Um, uh, you know, Aww. he's Daddy Pope. You know, I'm, I'm not going to diss Olivia or anything and get killed in the comments, you know. But Daddy Pope. So as... So as someone who has, like, caught up to everything and is now, like, on the same page, how do you feel? Like, you say you liked the first episode, but how, how do you, like, you think you'll keep watching? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, As another fall show, I've been taking in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling through that. I didn't struggle through the first episode of Scandal. Mm-hmm. You know, I've thoroughly, you know, the dialogue is great. Yeah. I already knew that about the show. I knew um, Carrie helped me. Mm-hmm. Help me help. Washington. Washington. Carrie Washington. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, is doing a fantastic job as always. Yeah. Uh the president, uh, my man Fitz, you know, 
Um, I, I love Tuck because I love him from Dave Chappelle. Huck, 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 Huck. Huck, Huck. Huck is a beloved. Huck is a beloved character. Huck the killer. Sorry. Don't don't f up his name, or he'll come uh, true through indeed. your window. Yep, and, and, and tell me it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> You won't. Let's put it. Let's put it this way. If you f up his name, you won't be at Comic Con next week. I'll be wrapped up, B. Wrapped yeah. up, B. B. Wrapped up. But no, yeah, scandal definitely. Tatiana, as a longtime watcher, yes. though, I mean, how'd you feel about it? I was mind blown. You know that that meme, the picture. <laughs> My- you know that gif with the mind blow. Yeah. Thing that was me. That was okay. me. I thought the 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 show couldn't get any more incredibly crazy than it had already has and it it just took it to another level for me i mean, what was it that blew your mind yeah um just i think they and they times all this twist and turns by like 25 they were like oh you thought we were good with twist and turns last year wait till you see what we got now i mean you had things like them switching up who the mistress was or, or trying to switch up the uh attention on who the mistress was you have cold-blooded cold-blooded you have them uh, revealing that it was really uh, President Fisk who actually leaked Olivia's name, or he 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 facilitated the leak of her name. Um, learning that Olivia's dad was a goon, like I mean, you knew he was a goon when you first saw when you saw him at the uh, finale last year. But the way he 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 scared me through the TV screen, man. Like the way wow. he was talking to Olivia, I thought I w- he was talking to me. I was starting to cry. I felt he like was definitely giving the serious black dad yeah, off. Yeah, like, like he was very he, scary. He was like Cliff Hutstable on acid or something. <laughs> <laughs> no Coogee sweater, right? <laughs> nah, nah, fuck all that. <laughs> no, but um, like everything about like they really ramped it up much harder when it came to the intensity of all the characters and they had very powerful scenes like several of them throughout the um this episode so i'm really happy with what they've done so far ella uh, scandal um it always kind of manages to impress because it's such a, a popcorn melodrama but it's so entertaining mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and the way they're able to kind of throw consistently throw like different twists and turns mm-hmm. i've enjoyed it i mean i caught up um I'm probably a few episodes behind, uh, but I went through and watched the whole first season, watched uh, a great chunk of the second season, just, and not for this, just because uh, I wanted to catch up and see what's going on with the show. Everybody was talking mm-hmm. about it. Um, and tonight's episode was was solid. I mean, it was you know more of the same in terms of that same consistent entertainment. So it's always kind of good to see um, how they're going to take it, how they're going to twist it. Even you know certain elements of the show, they kind of are... If you're familiar with those uh, melodramas and types of things, you know, you can kind of see certain things coming, but they twist it in, in cool right. ways. This is one of those shows where more of the same is actually a good thing because they can do that. But like I said, again, just turn up the intensity on at least the situations uh, at hand and make it really just nuts. And they always kind of uh, like the whole thing with the president fits and elite. I mean, it's just like they'll they'll hit from a different angle. Right. And you're like, Oh shit! Yeah, th- that that whole relationship is very deep and very, very um complex. No, yeah, it seems like I mean, he really wants people to know, or he wants to, you know, he wants to live his life with Olivia. He's trying to escape from. I don't know if he wants to escape from the White House at this point, but definitely his uh, situation with uh, the first. Yeah, lady. he made up his mind a while ago. So it's always interesting just how is that going to play out in the long run uh, for the for the show, or is it going to eventually blow up in either one of their faces? 
he seems like ever since he got shot, he really is just like, fuck it all. Like, he's just going to do whatever, mm-hmm. you know, he feels at the moment. That's the one thing I had to say, watching that wrap-up episode and seeing everything condensed so much. I know that's a problem with it, but it's like, dude has been through everything, everything. already. Like Near-death experiences, death. Killing other people. for a second, and then he came back. Like, basically, like, near-death experience. He murdered somebody. Uh, he got fixed into the White House. Yeah. You know, it's just like... And, and that's not the end of it, because at the end of this episode... They were all like him and, and um, Ballard did some stuff in Iran. They were like, oh, what? this is what really happened in Iran. At the end when um, Daddy Pope gave him gave uh, Cyrus the folder. Ah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. And I'm like, what you yeah. mean what really happened, man? You know. Isn't the guy who plays Jake Ballard, is that Scott Foley? Or am I wrong on that? Scott Foley? The actor who plays uh, Jake Ballard. I don't know. I, I've, rec- I've seen him in other stuff, but I don't know yeah. Scott Foley I, I know but, I've seen him in something else, though. Yeah, because I want to say he got bumped up to, you know, a, re- a regular regular character or whatever that particular title is called. So we'll see more of that. Oh, recurring character? See how that Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, definitely. He, they, they, they removed the and from in front right. of his Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He gets listed in the credits. Yes. He's not, like, featuring. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> also... Yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> introducing that's the one though that's always the best one and introducing introducing yeah. means that's your one shot homie <laughs> yeah, you better not mess this that's up that's your bro. one shot dog <laughs> um, but yeah on the topic of false shows that we were talking about uh, Scandal definitely you know we'll be talking more about it in the coming weeks and you were saying that um, Agents of Shit <sighs> I like, I feel you. I, the first episode was kind of... Wait, 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 wait. Let me do this. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I, 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 I think it's like... it's For me, the second episode was an uptick to average. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Because the first one was a little below average. So it, I thought the first one was pretty average. Let me say this. No, I thought it was below I average. I think it was below <laughs> average <laughs> as well. Damn. It was... You know, may, like I said, maybe I had too high hopes like maybe i should have just stopped reading stuff stop looking at stuff stop praising everyone and just wait and see what i got so i wouldn't have such high expectations but yeah honestly i feel like hell this is y'all have to basically have this in the bag y'all can't f this up and it's what i've seen and like really when i analyzed it they just went the safest route possible they said we get first we got to get everybody up to speed because they know it's not just fan bros watching they know it's everybody watching this is abc primetime tv they got to get everybody up to speed like oh yeah you know what happened to the avengers in new york okay fine whatever then introduce these people with like all right personalities i mean obviously colson is is the, is the big pull but like everybody else i'm just like eh. real talk i fell asleep on it wow i i, I literally I, got I, halfway through the episode and fell right to sleep mm. see i i suffer from something like with shield i think it has the core uh it has the makings of something that can be Absolutely. better it's just that this show is not it's like it's they're they're playing it like it's made for ABC fans. Right, and that's, and like that's the they're going, of the they're safe. going very safe and very, to me, stayed. Like, you guys build upon exactly, build yeah. upon the universe. Like, you, you've already captured 
everyone's attention. You, honestly, you've already captured mainstream attention with all the Avengers movie and all the associated character movies, hero movies. So why not keep it going in that direction? I don't understand why you would dial it back. Because I, as again, as I listened to the RP Nintendo episode, and also the uh, Chico Leo uh, Felina Breaking Bad review, where he mentioned Agents of Shield, and I agree with what he was saying in terms of it's very safe, uh, very kind of middle of the road. Yeah. And but my my question, I mean, he mentioned some shows uh, such as the Clone Wars and um, uh, another show he mentioned that escaped me that was kind of like a PG family family oriented, you know, not family, but yeah, but, but yeah. my thought, how could it? be less safe you know what would what would what would it take to to create more for for avengers for that show in your excuse me for agents of shield you're like how can it like we're saying it's safe okay cool so you're saying it's safe how can what's the spark that will make it less safe or more interesting or more you know something put some drama real like real drama in there like not to say do a scandal type thing like hell no but take a cue a tiny cue from Shows like Scandal. Put some drama in that. Make it like something that we make it more notable, something that we care about. Just like in the take take the Avenger movie for for a good example. Why can't you take some of those patterns and the way those that was written to actually reflect that in a TV show? Because now you could spread that out across a whole season. You guys are guaranteed the season. You can build up really good stories. Because what I see is that I like the fact that it's a lot of fresh faces or unknowns. And yeah, I think that's they fine. All play their, I think they all play their parts really well. But the beauty of that is you can murk them. Oh, okay. And, ah. and we and we wouldn't be tripping. Yeah, this is and, true. Well, I didn't know you I were mean, so, so ruthless. I mean, that's drama and that's scandal. But, you know, somebody getting murdered. Right, but like, you know, but the but, problem with that, the only problem with that premise is you have to make me care about the character in the first place for you to go ahead and murk them and me to even care. Ah. Yeah. And I, well, and I think like for I don't necessarily care about them, but they have a likable quality where like, you know, we we all saw the promo photos and it's like all the the pretty, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. But is, is, do you but, think it's part of the problem, though? Like, are they to me, they're leaning one. They're leaning very heavy on Colson, very heavy. And I understand from the from the beginning. Yes, it makes sense. But there is a whole cast. It's not just just uh, Greg Clark Gregg. So that and then they're making a little too campy like it's all ho 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 you know ho ho nudge 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 type of jokes and it's like you know that that's all right yeah. in small doses not for a whole show i think the thing that's that loses me is that it gets so quippy yeah you know, they all kind of have some quick little thing like, well that's josh whedon though no well I, I i'm a big fan of josh whedon yeah I, I watched buffy the vampire slater i watched angel it's it's there, but it's not like this. Yeah. And this is like a very focused effort at like, let me try to be as broad based and mainstream exactly. as possible. Like with Angel or or Buffy, they had like a certain darkness to them, but they were building their own worlds. And like right. Buffy was probably a little safer. Angel's a little darker. Right. Angel had like an edge to it, you know. This is just kind of like I said. I mean, something that's made for if this is on ABC Family, it'd be the number one show. Um, but this is like primetime ABC television. And so it doesn't have like, you know, it could be a superhero alias mm-hmm. or or something of that ilk, you know, where make it more interesting, more dangerous. I mean, it just kind of seems very clean, mm-hmm. very polished, very sterile. I mean, it, it's enjoyable for, for what it is, but it's not necessarily enough that it would be musty television or where, you know, I'm just like, let me check the DVR. Oh, I missed the episode. You know, you can see, easily miss an episode or two. And yeah. Like, eh, okay. And, I, yeah. and I'm going to I'm going to keep going. I'm going to try to watch the second because I haven't seen the second episode. I'm going to keep going and try 
It's just that something better change. Yeah. No, I watched the second and the first one, and I agree with most of y'all what you're saying. But I also thought that it it's not that it's so safe because the Avengers was pretty safe to me as a movie, and it's still one of my favorite movies ever. Really? I just you think it was safe. You thought Hulk beating the F out of Loki was safe? Yeah, because there's no blood or anything. But you know, there never it's is. Not, there never is in any of these movies. But it's not like in the whole attack on New York, you ever see anyone get murdered. You ever you know, see? You like, ever see any superheroes clean up the mess? No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that's part of like with the Avengers, it wasn't. We know they're gonna live. We know they're gonna survive. Yeah. You know, that's the, like if you read comics, right. you know, that's not the thing. It was just the journey. Yeah. And it just had a natural flow. Like this one just has kind of like a herky jerky yes. flow because they're like, like I I have to give you a certain amount of exposition, but let me also get the joke in. You like know? stop trying you know? so hard so, to get the joke in, dog. Exactly. So it's just kind of it, like you know build the relationship. That's good that you said that. It, it felt like they wanted to make sure they got some comedy in every five seconds, and it's really not necessary. No. Because the thing, the thing that surprised me about the show is that it's not. Um, it's 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 done in one episodes, you know, where it's like we got one problem, we're gonna solve it, and you know, that's that's right. it. Whereas you know, you used to comic book if they're gonna follow comic books and TV, it's serial stories. It should be more so build up elements. Yeah, exactly. You know, do it like a, a, a Showtime show or HBO show. I mean, have certain problems, but for me, the big issue right now is that we're introduced to this team, and then they're fighting some. They're going out and. Exp- exploring or meeting you know do some so there's no antagonist so it's no ten, it's no potential for the tension and the drama exploring space there's, they on the yeah, voyage well, <laughs> now no they was in peru mm. and they, they met it's a like, hot spanish woman you know it had that going for it mm. it does have a, it does have an attractive cast you know you can give it that you know there's some attractive is not gonna some, save you but like i said this this i will say this this show is already guaranteed a season so whatever yeah and I think, yeah, but it's like, I think who's the bad guy? I think it'll grow into that though, Ella. Like I think, you know, like next week they're supposed to introduce Graviton. So I think, you know, it could grow into having multi, you know, show um show arcs and all that well, nature. I mean, I think that's my hope because I, I want like the second episode gives you a little bit more of the team. And um, it, t- it speaks to what Tatiana was kind of saying. You know, it, it gives you some Colson, but it shifts to like, that, that's what the second episode really kind of revolves around. Like you guys have to work together, become a team. I mean, and they they're they're very the show is very self aware. Yeah. You know, I mean, it addresses the fact that you know we're the the hot photogenic cast. I mean, so they do it is 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 there. I think they would have been better served by doing like the pilot as a two hour episode, kind of dealing with the first two things and then kind of building from there. Mm. But I do think they suffer from not having some kind of antagonist or some kind of something solid, you know, to root against. Um, Great points. At this particular point, yeah. But like I say, we'll we'll stick with it. You know, see where it goes. And um, that brings me to another question of the week for the fan bros out there. I wanted to know what shows are we neglecting, or what shows do you feel got neglected in the past? You know, like what was your favorite show that you felt like never got enough love? I've been hearing that. Um, two things I've been hearing about are once upon a time i hear that's a lot better than you would expect so i've heard and and um a friend of mine told me that revolution is the greatest show ever i i doubted him (laughs) 
you know. Um, but it does have Giancarlo Esposito in it. Uh-huh. It. I've also heard recently that it's on the verge of cancellation. Oh. So, yeah. That's always... But you know what? That's always a sign that a show is pretty good. I mean, that is true, especially if it gets canceled, like, quickly. You know? Yeah. So, it might really be. I need to know. Fan bros out there, uh, what are your neglected TV shows? What should we be checking out? What should we be talking about? I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Samantha F., one of our frequent commenters and fan bro. And she wrote an um, article for this week on neglected TV shows. I won't tell you what TV show she spoke on. But it'll be on fanbros.com tomorrow. But you can check that out. We're going to start a series on there about neglected TV, movies, Dope. comics, you know. Dope. Thanks, Samantha. Mix, you know. Dope. Thanks, Samantha. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of our boy Giancarlo Esposito and Revolution, um, we came to the end of one of a fan bro. Um, I mean, this feels funny because, you know, we've been covering Breaking Bad for a minute. <laughs> you sound like you're giving a eulogy right now. <laughs> yeah, like, and uh, now it's that over. Was my homeboy and, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was listening to an old episode the Dude, other day. Yeah. And we were like uh, talking about like The Walking Dead, and we were talking about like the very first episode of season five. So it's like you know we've been talking about this for a minute on this show, and <sighs> the Breaking Bad, Felina, it's over. Oh no! No spoilers, but Walter White's dead. <laughs> so no spoilers, but. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, if you don't know by now, you're screwed. Greatest about face ever. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I hope you know by now. Otherwise, you're late. I mean, come on. When you finally hear this episode, it's like, yeah, if you didn't know that by now. I mean, yeah, people Walt say now on the dead. street, yo. Yeah. Well, is, is Walt really dead? Because, I mean, his eyes were open. <laughs> he was laying there on the ground. I don't he's know. Gone. Maybe the he's police, gone. Maybe he got arrested and he's in jail. Who knows? Yeah, not with that M60 bullet in your his, side his and soul, cancer. His soul has gone to blue meth heaven. Oh. Okay. <laughs> there's a heaven. Is, is there heaven for the ghetto? But there is a blue meth heaven, is what you're saying, there right is there. There's a blue meth heaven, and Backstreet Boys is there. Breaking Bad. W- what? What? All right. What I say? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Breaking Bad. Bad. Once again, yeah. I, I, I thought. Go go ahead, yo. What you got? Uh, go ahead. Okay, let me hear your thought. Cause I, I thought it was a great wrap up. You know, uh, there's been some complaining out there that people were saying it's a little too tight. You know, everything got wrapped up. I fully expected Walter to show up and start coughing, and somehow the Nazis killed him because he just you know was that beat. Mm. But um, even after seeing the machine gun being built with the robot earlier in the episode the sentry gun yeah oh man what was the joint in um perfect dark the briefcase joint that you could just drop on the ground <laughs> and shoot up people that well, oh, the, man, one of those that was a little yeah. out there but i liked it whatever oh i loved it i thought that was excellent especially the second right before it starts shooting when uncle jack is sitting there looking at them fighting on the ground 
and he has this look of joy. You know, he's just like, oh, shit, look, look at this, look at this, you know. And then them bullets start, and yeah, no more joy for Uncle Jack. So I really want to hear what L-O-Y-C has to say because I'm not going to call oh, you a God. hater, but you aren't exactly Have a, haterisms. You, you, don't, you aren't exactly a fan of Breaking Bad. Um, what did you think? That's not... That's not true. I am a fan Are of Breaking you? Bad. You're just um, very critical. Okay, you're a critical fan. Is that fair? Tell the uh, truth. No, I think I'm not a critical fan of Breaking. I mean, I'm critical of you know any fiction. Okay. I enjoy it, and I um I wanted to respect my intelligence, you know, because you're you know giving your time to it, and I think they do a, you know a lot of things right, but I don't mind calling them on the things I feel they do wrong. Um, my thing with Breaking Bad, just as a series, and what I laid out was the fact that I thought I always thought it was a good show. It's just that. In our in our age with Twitter and social media, we latch on to stuff and then we give it we, we everybody blows. You know what I mean? It's the same thing happened to, to Lost, you know, at one point in time. It's like as something becomes popular because it, it starts out niche mm-hmm. and then everybody finds out about it and then we kind of, you know, do it. And then to go back, because Ben I mean was like, Oh, it's the best show ever. But blah, it blah, was blah, the blah. best and show I, ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but so you're back, saying... and, I, and you know what? And you know, I thought about this today. Mm-hmm. Because Ben, I think, I don't know if he was on from day one or whatever. Because, like, for me, and and the same thing, Jamie echoed. Um, I watched it in bulk. I didn't, you know, I came on, right, in season four or right before five or whatever. So I watched the whole, I had to watch the whole thing in bulk. That's what I did. And Binge watch it. And for me, yeah, I binge watched it. And I was just like, I struggled, struggled through those first two seasons. Really? I was like, yo, what the hell, man? And it was just so formulaic. I mean, it was that one-two plot structure, and it was like, what is the point of this crap? And I, it's it's separate to me. It's separate from the same thing that you know Shield is dealing with. There was no antagonist. There was no drop. There was no. It's just these two goofballs and a dumb shit. But they that do. was hilarious I, to me. <laughs> and then it I got mean, serious. But then it, it got be, serious. And that's why I, I pointed out um, to Bob. That you know, it was one of those things. Bob where... Bob is a commenter on FanBros.com. For those who don't know, he left a great uh, one of our longest a, comments a rather ever. Lengthy comment. Yeah, very but robust. it was very very intelligent and very well written. He had a lot of good points, Ella. <laughs> no, I wish you not. guys could see it. Otherwise, he said, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> no, no, it was not well written. Ah, uh, <laughs> no, it was not. But that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah, appreciate you, Bob. Yeah. Um, no, but I was saying, like, Breaking Bad is one of those shows. Like, the first season, it, it got it gained focus when when Gus became a part of the show and his whole operation, because then you had uh, an antagonist. You know, you had a, a nemesis for Walter to deal with. You know, and that's what kind of spark gave the show an extra spark and 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 buoyed it. So then you carry that carried on into Hank. He really became like on that level to a degree. And I think the thing that's been kind of interesting watching the last eight episodes that nobody's mentioned is that why the hell do we care about Uncle Jack and the Nazis versus Walt? And also, I like the fact, I, I think it's an interesting sh- switch that occurred mm-hmm. because starting season five up to when Hank walks out the bathroom, nobody was thinking about Uncle Jack and Todd and his crew. And I think that what they did was, which is, I don't know if it was ingenious or not, but they shifted the focus because Walt had to have an adversary, you know, for you to root against. Because mm. if they would have made, like, everybody thinking it's going to be Jesse versus Walt. So you had to have to pick a side in that battle. Right. And nobody really wanted to do that. But who the fuck 
likes the redneck Nazi meth dealing. That, that's squad. true. That's a smart observation. And I think that I thought that that was very smart of Vince to kind of like, let's bring them in because that way Jesse remains safe, you know, to a degree. Those who don't like him just don't like him. But it gives Walt somebody you can you can solidly get behind Walt and, you know, root against like, Walt, go get those Nazi bastards, you know. Yeah. And uh, because they just really kind of pop up out of nowhere. Before there was like a big play. Like I, it took me a minute. To, oh, they're the ones responsible for the hit. In right. The, the very, the very beautiful hit, actually. That, that whole thing was executed beautifully. Perfectly. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I thought that that was smart to like, let's create some big, we, can, we need people kind of on Walt's team, you know, in a sense. Because if it came down to Walt versus Jesse, you know, it, it's kind of fractures the show in a sense mm. and, and what they were doing. Uh, it just seemed, you know, kind of like, eh, you know, in a sense, you kind of pulled this out your ass, but I'm going to go wait, with ben, it. Wait, Ben Ami was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I I agree with you to a point, but there's also precedence for it. The, the first thing is that, um, a uh, little sound effects there, but the first thing is that Walter, we, we, first of all, you had to have the some type of resolution with Todd. Meth Damon had to have some type of end because he couldn't go off with just killing the kid. Yeah, he couldn't get and, away with that. And having to be because the show, it it was eventually going to have to have some wrap up of the, Walt say, teaching him. Yep. I was going to say of you, showing him the ropes of you know of making him his progeny. Walt is going to have to deal with that at some point. And then the fact that he killed the kid and had the confrontation with Jesse, all those things were eventually you know the show wasn't one to leave loose ends you know untied that's what i was going to say it's not as just a story that it yes if you just want to make a story character that gets away with murder literally fine but this in this particular show all the loose ends get wrapped up put away shut down whatever the case may be or most of the loose ends um shout out to huel who's still in that safe house but oh like i said well not uh, (laughs) cubie we never find out what happened to (laughs) But not only that, it's like... And the millions of dollars that are, I guess, buried somewhere on the Nazi compound. Yeah, but it really don't matter to Walt, obviously. But um, not only that, it's the fact that, you know, Todd is a direct progeny of Walt. So that had to be dealt with in some way. Yeah. And then Uncle Jack, I feel you, it's a, it's a kind of a flip. But I think that Vince and them had realized that Todd, you know, had this importance. And also, he's a the actor playing him was killing this role. So it had I mean, to sum up. Not- yeah, I'm not mad about it. It's just like I, I disagree in terms like when Todd disappeared, I don't know what the hell happened to Todd. No, I wasn't thinking about Todd. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about Todd I mean, either. Todd, but I mean, if Todd wouldn't have popped up, if Todd wouldn't have popped up, your whole statement you just made, you know, you wouldn't even. Well, he was Walt's progeny. It's like, eh, you know. <laughs> Todd, but don't you think you know, that's what he the... did? He no, no, because Todd was still involved with Walt cooking once he started cooking saying. with Walt. Yep. That. After, after, even after Walt, was, when Walt, when Walt started making the majority of the money, he's cooking with Todd. So at that point, yeah, no, Todd was a character that, you know, like okay, you have to see what happens to Todd too. And Todd was an afterthought that they were able to utilize and effective. Uh, I, I don't know. I disagree. Just like Uncle Jack, but, um, like a, a great comment I saw on the internet this week about Uncle Jack was that he's. Like a mirror, like how Giancarlo is one version of what Walt could have became, Uncle Jack is another version of what Walt could have became. So it's like, see, and, and to me, it's like stuff like that. Like I, I, I don't mind how it played out. You know what I mean? Like yep. I thought they did what they did. You know, and I thought it was cool. Um, for, and I think it, it, it varies from from a lot of televised drama. 
you know, so, and I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Like, I like how the episode, it, like, for some people, they were like, they thought it was going to be more action-packed or whatever. Like, I thought it was a nice, reflective, solid episode, yeah. you know, for what it was that dealt with, with you know, trying to resolve as, as much as he could do. Um, he went out on his own terms. Yeah, in a sense. So, I mean, you know, I thought it was a, a good finale for the series. Um, I don't necessarily, you know, it may not have tied up every loose end or whatever. That, that doesn't really matter. Um, but it was straight. I think, for me, it's just like, Again, when I'm talking about Breaking Bad, the, the stuff that irks me is like how Jesse, you know, he'll survive three times to, you know, to, to be because he has to be in a certain place. You know what I mean? So then it's like, damn, Breaking Bad, you know, you'll do such great stuff and then you'll lose me because it's so contrived that Jesse survives potential death like three times. You know, what I mean? he could have been shot in the desert. He could have been uh, something else. It was like at least two more but times I, where Jesse could have died. Maybe it's just me. You know, I it, felt like it was established that Jesse is not going to die. From the begin, from the get go, honestly, I always felt like well, no, because of those two, one or two, three, whatever brushes with death that he never dies. I was like, he's not gonna die. No, I mean, it's not. I'm not even a Jesse hater like that. Like some people like, cause like Ag the corner don't like Jesse. He thinks he's the punk. Shout out to Ag the corner. Yeah, I mean Jesse does some dumb shit, but it's just like, yeah, he's Jesse, you know. And I didn't feel like he was gonna die. But the thing, the, the, it's 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 more a matter of a dramatic license. You you put somebody in danger, and then. Um, it loses its impact. You know what I mean? It's a, a certain impotence, imp, impotence, you know, where somebody threatens to kill you and you don't get shot. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, how many times are you going to pull that car? And they kept doing, they did that thing, like, I mean, so many different ways. Versus, like, the shock is, you know, if, if they'd have put out the gun and shot Jesse in the, in the desert, it's like, yeah. yeah. But see, for, you know, for me, that, that feels coming. like you never really connected with Jesse in the first place. So regardless, you wouldn't have had such a big yeah. impact. Like, I feel what you're saying at the same time, even when he was close to death or, or in these terrible situations, I was still nervous for him. Yeah. Obviously, you know, if I really sat there and thought about it, oh, yeah, really, he's not going to die. But I wasn't sitting there thinking about it, deep, thinking of the deep connotations of, of how the show was written. I'm sitting here in the moment watching the show like, oh, my God, they got Jesse locked up or, oh, my God, they got a gun to Jesse's head or whatever the case may be. Yeah. We, we've had this discussion before, and I don't want to go back into it a million times over, but that's like the point of the show is it's Walt's story. It's not like an ensemble show where you're supposed to care about every character. It's more that it was it, people revolve around Walt. And also, I don't think like, okay, you can say that about other characters, but with Jesse, I just think that's a fault of you personally not connecting with him because I think Jesse's given plenty. And like, I connected just with Jesse early on. Me too. Because especially when they showed his home life and you understand where he comes from. He's a dude who wanted to live up to his parents, but just couldn't. And, you know, stuff happens to him. He falls by the wayside. He's obviously gifted and talented, but it just doesn't work out for him. So I mess with that. I, I want to wrap up this because we got to get on to other things in the show. But I wanted to give one uh, more shout out that we didn't really mention is the whole scene with the Schwartzes. I thought that was like insane and so well directed walter coming off the shadows walter dropping the laser light you know assassin the gun pins on them boss oh man all of that was that that was such a well done sequence so i mean overall like i say it wrapped up everything well i understand the different you know viewpoints and why people did or did not like the show but hey you know it's done yeah, it was a good I mean, it was a good series finale. Definitely. They did their job. Yeah. Know? So um, you, know, you can't be mad about it. We're going to take a quick break right here. But before we go, we're going to let our boy Chico Leo respond in from the escape pod 
with a few last thoughts on the Felina episode of Breaking Bad. Yo, what's up, internets? This is Chico Leo, uh, reporting still from the escape pod. I've now crash-landed on an alien planet. And uh, I just found out that uh, the United States government seems to have shut down a few days ago, which would explain why NASA has not been returning any of my hails. Uh, luckily, uh, the fan bros are still doing their thing, and I've been managing to, uh, to get my news from the other fan bros. But uh, it's been a, been, a, been a harrowing couple of days um, flying through space, not knowing where I'm going, not being able to be in touch with NASA. But the one thing that I have had is a lot of time to think about the uh, last episode of Breaking Bad and to watch a bunch of uh, Netflix movies. So um, at least I can report on that to you guys, um, if nothing else. So um, just wanted to, when I, when I spoke about Felina last time, I had just watched the episode and I wanted to sit with it a few days. I haven't had a lot to look at out the uh, porthole here other than space flying by. Um, I did get to read on fanbros.com, YC had a, a great review of uh, Gravity which, uh, due to my current situation, uh, seemed really apropos. Um, if I ever make it back to Earth, or if I still have Netflix, you know, uh, a year from now, I definitely look forward to seeing that. Um, but back to Breaking Bad. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I pretty much, I don't have a whole lot to add to what I said. Um, I did read a lot of really interesting things, uh, Eagle-eyed fanbro Shook Jones on Twitter pointed out that um, when Marie was talking to Skylar on the phone, that her phone jumped back and forth from being a cordless to a, a corded phone, which leads me to a theory that I read about from two different people. Um, TV critic Emily Nussbaum, who uh, you can follow on Twitter and we fanbros follow because she often has a lot of good things to say. And uh, none other than Norm MacDonald both separately put forth the theory that actually everything after Walt getting into the car in New Hampshire was a dream. Now, I know, I know what you're thinking. I know you're like, oh, that's whack. That's stupid. But um, let's remember when he I just want to just want to follow this for a second. When Walt gets into the car, uh, the cops are all around the car. And he does offer up a prayer, just please let me get home. And then the lighting changes, he pulls down the visor and the keys just fall miraculously into his hands. Everything that follows after that is almost miraculous. Here he is like the most wanted man in America who manages to travel cross country with no problem, go into a diner, sit and talk to a waitress, um, walk around Albuquerque, you know, go, go roll up on, uh, you know, uh, Elliot and Gretchen and meet up with Skinny Pete and Badger and sneak into his own home uh, or whatever home Skyler's living in and follow uh, Walt Jr. slash Flynn, all, all of which would have been being watched by the cops and all of which when we were watching it, we sort of felt like, oh, that seems a little unrealistic. And then manages to both save Jesse and kill all the villains. And if you stay, take a step back, 
and again, I just want to repeat, I'm, re I'm repeating here a theory by other people, but one that, if I'm not saying is the truth, it is worth throwing out there and seeing what uh, you guys all think. Uh, what people think, and uh, I, I recommend that you uh, you know follow Norm Macdonald on Twitter and follow um, Emily Nussbaum and check out their timelines uh, to see see about all this, because there is this notion uh, you know Walt was really sick, and maybe it's either like a fantasy as he's just getting arrested or as he's dying. And there is a chance that Vince Gilligan's going to come out six months from now and be like, yeah, that was the case. I mean, there's also a chance that Vince Gilligan's going to come out six months from now and say, no, that wasn't the case. And there's a chance that Vince Gilligan's not going to come out six months from now and say anything. But I found this to be compelling enough that I, I definitely hear from the outer reaches of space wanted to, in fact, you know, throw, throw this off of the, uh, the Fambros community and see what people thought. Um, again, the idea is that either he dies in the car or that this is sort of a fantasy. And, and there is something that supports that in the sense that he does manage to do all these things. Like the idea that the M60, you know, manages to, you know, get all of the, uh, all of the bad guys except for Jack, who then Walt manages to kill himself, and Todd, who then Jesse gets to kill, um... You know, there's a lot that doesn't support this theory. Going back to the uh, Shook Jones, the thing that he caught, I feel like on Breaking Bad, they wouldn't allow something like that to get through, you know, the cordless, corded phone thing. And maybe that kind of inconsistency is the sort of thing that you would see in a fantasy. Um, I don't know. I, I just thought that, that this theory was worth, you know, um, expounding on and seeing what people think. Um, in general, I think uh, The Shield and Six Feet Under had the best endings to a series. However, I do think that the um, Breaking Bad ending was, was up there. I thought it was a pretty extraordinary ending. Um, I'm going to continue to mull over this notion of whether or not, you know, I really think that this, this might have all been sort of a fantasy in Walt's head, either as he was dying or as he was about to get arrested. And one would think that if Vince Gilligan meant for this to be the case, then there might have been, at, at the end, there's, you know, the, the camera rises from Walt's body, which does imply that he's dead. Um, you know, the sort of, you know, point of view of the soul leaving the body, the consciousness leaving the body. But there's also this notion that perhaps, uh, you know, they could have, if Vince Gilligan had meant, meant that uh, this theory that uh, they would have then cut to Walt dead in the car with a bunch of cops standing around him. Um, again, uh, just something to put out there for you guys. Um, I, I had an issue with the fact that we didn't see Jesse any more than we saw Lydia or some of these other characters. I'm fine with that. I think at the end of the day, you know, even though a lot of us identified with or cared about Jesse, that this was Walt's story, and to have Jesse take a little bit of a step back in the final act doesn't really bother me. Anyway, I gotta uh, conserve my life support, so I'm going to sign off now, and I'll be signing on again later uh, with a Netflix pick of the week, just because I haven't had a whole lot else to do out here, but watch Netflix, and um, 
yeah, so, uh, you know, see what you guys can do about this government shutdown. I could definitely use some contact from NASA. Um, help me figure out how to repair this thing so that I can get back, at least if not back to Earth, but back out into space, back to the mothership. All right, uh, signing off. Well, that's enough of that because we might go on all night talking about Breaking Bad. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. Yo, this is how we do it, man, on Fan Bros on the Loudspeaker Network. I want y'all to not touch your iPod, your pod, your turn-in channel, your digital download. This is how we do it. Just speak and plug in the digital network. Zilla, you G-O-D. I'm out of here, man. Pieces, love, kisses, and all that hug. And welcome back, Internets. I hope that break wasn't too long. It's your boy, Ben Hameen, right back here with uh, more Fan Bros. I was trying to say another episode of Fan Bros. But if you've been listening this long, then it's not another episode. It's just more the same. We're back. We got more stuff to talk about. LYC, the biggest movie opening this weekend. Gravity. I don't understand how you got to see it. But uh, you did. No spoilers. <laughs> Yours are rev- and I'm- I got to see it in IMAX 3D. As it should be. That's most reviews are saying you need to see this film. That is definitely as you should see it. It is a beautiful film. It is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, and the IMAX format is, is built for it in a way that is, you know, can't really explain. Ella, I read your review on fanbros.com. Everyone should go check it out. Um, but, yo, I've read a few other non-spoiler reviews, and people are calling this top 10 film that they've ever seen, uh, a new dimension in art and filmmaking. Yo, I mean, I have seen some knob slobbing going on for my man Alfonso Kuran, uh, I probably butchered your name right there, but he's a fantastic director. He's the director of Gravity. And, you know, I mean, it's been amazing what people are saying. Um, and the, the review is, for the most part, spoiler-free. I, I kind of uh, cover some things broadly uh, because it is something to see. Um, it, it Again, it defies your expectations. Just saying, you know, I, I appreciate from the top from the first trailer, how they went about marketing this, you only get like a clip of, you know, something that happens in the film and that's enough to hook you. So they don't reveal a lot that goes on and transpires in the movie. So going in, you really are kind of at a loss, you know, and that's so refreshing. I mean, because so many of the big moments in movies are given to you in that trailer, but the movie is great. It is well filmed. It's, it's a very sparse kind of minimalist story that plays out. Um, and it's, it's essentially, uh, you know, a survival tale. I mean, it basically is what it amounts. But it also is very self-reflective um, without being preachy or, uh, I mean, it, you know, you'll get the point. You know, by the end of the movie, you go through it, you're like, eh, gotcha. Um, it has some good humor, you know, so. Would you say it's uh, top 10 film you've seen? Top 10, it's a, yeah, it's a great film. I think that wow. again, when it, when award seasons come, you know, it's going to win cinematography and um, it has a great, you know, simple, straightforward story, but it's very nuanced, you know, in a way that a lot of films aren't. Um, 
This so, is high praise right here, folks. So it's going to be a lot of... I mean, he called Breaking Bad overrated. Like, you know, and he's... Well, you know, yeah, I just don't... I don't, but I don't, I'm not trying, again, it's about not overhyping, just being honest with people. All right. Yeah. Um, well, like I said before, you can go to fanbros.com. You can read LOYC's review there, mainly spoiler free. Sometime this weekend, I'll have my own review up on the site. You know, you can check them out, compare and contrast. And we'll probably be talking about gravity much more next week once we've all had a chance to see it. Um, while we're at it, I'm sure Chico Leo's going to check that sometime this week, but right now we're going to cut to him so he can give you his Netflix pick of the week. Hey, what's up, internets? This is, uh, Chico Leo again. Uh, it's been a few hours since my last transmission, but it appears that time is moving differently out here. Um, a lot of my instrumentation is damaged, but yeah, there's a chance that I actually went through a wormhole while I was sleeping, which would make it even more difficult for me to get back. And I'm trying to figure things out and uh, I've been trying to make some repairs. Unfortunately, I don't even know how to drive a car and most of the spaceship has been on autopilot and all I've got is one little toolkit here. So this is, this is potentially gonna be a little problematic, uh, just trying to figure out exactly where I am. Uh, luckily, the atmosphere is breathable. I did manage to go outside of the ship, and my strength is actually 20-fold what it was when I left the Earth. Uh, as I mentioned, my, my instrumentation, a lot, of, a lot of the instruments were damaged in the crash, so I don't actually know. I can't test the gravity. I don't know if, um, you know, the reason that I'm, I'm so strong is because of the gravity or because I went through a wormhole or what. Um, the terrain does seem kind of desertish, more um, Tatooine, but I, I only I haven't seen more than one sun in the distance, and um, I'm just hoping that it's more Tatooine than whatever that planet is from the first Riddick movie, uh, Pitch Black. Um, yeah, so um, uh, yeah, back to Netflix uh, pick of the week since uh, I hadn't had much better to do while I was awake other than watching Netflix movies. And I did watch a bunch uh, since the last time I spoke to you guys. And I even feel like I hadn't dropped any Netflix picks of the week for a little while. Um, I know that, uh, you know, some, some of the other fan bros were picking up the slack. But, um, you know, the inventory has been building up. So I was going to throw a couple of things out there. I recently saw Warrior, which uh, is the, the movie that uh, Tom Hardy was in that actually gave him the physique that he had for Bane. Um, and it uh, stars Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton and um, Nick Nolte, who was actually nominated for an Oscar. Now, I actually avoided this movie for a little while because I thought it looked like one of these sort of off-brand, like, straight-to-video mixed martial arts movies. It's not. It's really good. It's definitely up there, one of the better fighting movies that's ever been made you know, it's up there with, like, Rocky, The Karate Kid. Um, I, I honestly can't really remember Bloodsport, so I kind of don't want to put that in there. But th this, was a, this was a great, great fight movie. And it wasn't just a great fight movie, it was a great movie. Um, really great performances. The fight scenes were pretty outrageous. And it was shot really well. And the acting is top, top notch. 
Um, Tom Hardy's really good. This guy Joel Edgerton's really good. Um, he was one of the uh, Delta guys or Special Forces guys at the end of Zero Dark Thirty, if you saw that. Um, he's been in a couple of other things. Um, they were both great. Nick Nolte was great. They play estranged brothers, uh, Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton, and Nick Nolte is their estranged father. And they're both mixed martial arts fighters, and they both end up um, entering a con uh, contest that's winner take all, and is one of these, you know, it starts out with either with eight guys or 16, no, it starts out with 16 guys, and then sort of gets narrowed down to, you know, one final winner. And um, it sound, it, 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 the premise is really corny, but the movie is really good, and I recommend it. I, I don't think that the poster does the movie justice, just in the sense that I thought it was sort of one of these, again, like off-brand, you know, just MM, you know, the movies to take uh, advantage of the whole MMA craze. Um, it's really good. And uh, I, I think that fan bros everywhere would like it. Um, another uh, movie that I saw recently was Irreversible, which is a movie that uh, a while back I actually discussed with none other than Combat Jack himself, who was a big fan of the movie. And it's, it's a French movie by Gaspar Noe, um, who makes pretty outrageous movies. Um, this movie is one, one of these flicks that actually has a little bit of a gimmick, so to speak. And the gimmick is, is that the movie starts out at the end. It take, it's shot in basically, it's 10 minute scenes that if I'm not mistaken are all one take, but, um, it goes backwards. So you really have to watch carefully, but it's really, 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 really worth your time. Uh, it's a little difficult. It's a little gritty and difficult to watch. Um, I, uh, I just wanted to throw that warning out there. It's pretty violent and does contain uh, a pretty violent rape scene. Um, but that's not why I'm recommending the movie. Um, you know, ever since, I mean, the movies have been taking advantage of, uh, you know, showing things out of order since the beginning of time. Obviously, Pulp Fiction was a really big, you know, proponent of that, you know, close on 20 years ago. And other movies have done things like that. There was that movie Go, directed by Doug Lyman, that did that. This doesn't sort of take things out of order. This just literally will show a 10-minute scene, and then the 10 minutes that preceded that, and then the 10 minutes that preceded that. So you kind of have no idea what's going on in the, in the first scene, which is actually the last scene chronologically. And you, you by, the be, by the end of the movie, which is actually chronologically the beginning of the movie, all your questions are answered. Um, I highly recommend it um, not to be seen if you're uh, in, 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 in a, any kind of questionable emotional state, but uh, Irreversible by Gaspar Noe. Um, is, and, and then the final one, I believe this was a past Netflix uh, pick of the week, but I just wanted to throw this one in, out again, which is Terriers. Um, Donald Logue, or Donald Logue, has been appearing all over TV this year. He appeared uh, in uh, the show Vikings on the History Channel, which was an original show about Vikings that I would be bigging up all over uh, the place if it was actually on Netflix, but it hasn't come to Netflix yet. Um, if you have alternative ways of viewing things, or if you have a history channel on demand, I can't recommend Vi Vikings enough. Um, but Donald Logue was on that. 
He uh, played a big role on Copper this season and starring uh, fan bros pal Otto Asando, uh, who should be a shoe-in for um, the, uh, the Black Panther if the Marvel makes a Black Panther movie. Um, so Donald Logue was in Copper. He was in that. And sadly, he has been in this season of Sons of Anarchy. And I say sadly because I've been with Sons of Anarchy from the beginning. I believe Sons of Anarchy is in its fifth, if not its sixth season now. And I feel like it's been going downhill from the third season. And I, I rarely actually abandon shows once I commit to them. Once I finish the first season, if I continue from there, I will usually continue. Um, Dexter was one show that I abandoned. True Blood is a show that I came close to abandoning, but Sons of Anarchy really had to get the boot. Um, this season has been just almost unwatchably bad uh, to me. And, and it, it's unfortunate because um, I thought the first two seasons had a lot of promise. Um, and Donald Logue, who's good in his character, but I feel like it's written pretty poorly, both his character and every other character. And anyway, Donald Logue is one of the stars of Terriers. Terriers is a sort of low-rent private eye show set in San Diego. Um, it's created by Sean Ryan, who was one of the who was the creator of The Shield, um, which was a great show. And um, it's got it's it's like the best buddy show that's been on TV in quite a while. Just the chemistry between the two leads. It's a white dude and a Latin dude. Uh, one's in a former cop and one's a former criminal. And they're really kind of low-level, pri unlicensed private eyes who get caught up in a big, you know, in, 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 in something that's bigger than them. And um, it was very highly critically acclaimed, but it was on opposite something big. Like, it might have been on opposite American Idol at, like, the height of American Idol. And um, I just feel like it's, it, 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 it's a great show. And I think I did uh, mention this as a Netflix pick of the week in the past. But I rewatched it while I was flying through space, and uh, even though I couldn't be, you know, uh, millions of miles from San Diego, it definitely captured uh, something, and uh, I definitely recommend it. And the other two things that I recommended, the other two flicks, were kind of kind of heavy. And this is not light, but um, it's a little more, it's a little less heavy than those things. So once again, Warrior, Irreversible, and Terriers are your Netflix picks of the week. And uh, provided I can fix my uh, ship back up and uh, get back in touch with Earth somehow, uh, I should be coming back to you from the, uh, from the mothership sometime soon. All right, signing off again. Awesome, Chico. Thank you for checking us in with us from the Escape Pod. Glad to hear your voice on the show. I'm sure everyone out there will be checking out your Netflix pick. I actually haven't seen that joint. He bid the warrior. You seen that one, Yuri? With um, Bane. It's got Bane in it. Uh, it's a Tom Hardy movie about fighters. Yeah, it's no, got Tom Hardy. It. It's called Warrior. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Obviously, it's a Netflix pick. It's uh, got Tom Hardy. I think Nick Nolte is in it. Well, and now with Chico's seal of approval, I may have to give it a shot. I mean, word up. But, you know, we're about to give our seal of approval on something we talked about a few weeks ago. But, you know, we've gotten a little more into it now. Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes, sir. How you feeling on it, Ella? 
I'm feeling pretty nice. Grand Theft Auto 5, it's kind of more of the same, but done really well. And, you know, if you're familiar with GTA and its series, you know they, they bring the goods. And they've done it once again. Um, it's, you know, shine and polish. I really like the, the new characters they've introduced and the new system. Um, essentially, they give you the opportunity to kind of shift between the narrative, the three new protagonists in the series. And it really kind of opens gameplay in a way that is really uh, fun and different. So you can approach your different missions, you know, uh, differently and from different perspectives. So it gives you, you know, a fuller feeling of the GTA world. It's really nice. I was up in the strip club for like an hour giving ones. Wow. Try, trying to Why give, does trying that to give um, Homegirl. What's Homegirl's name? It's like Fire <laughs> or Fury or what's Homegirl's name? Her stripper name. I'm so Damn, mad. Damn, but anyway. You know stripper's name. I, it, I've been Tachi trying to get her to rain. Me, but you know. But um, I, I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. Like. This, although it's called the same motif, but this is GTA. That's what it's about. It's about grand theft auto. It's about crime and punishment and all that other stuff. The fact that you can, well, there's so much more, but the fact that you can switch between characters, including the dog, including Chap. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that mission. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, cool. The fact that you could link it up with the um the yep. um the Maple app the or whatever. And, 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 you know, do all sorts of Tamagotchi-type things with job. Like, the whole thing is that they they took a well-known concept and, believe it or not, expanded upon it just a little bit more than you thought they could. And the level of detail is fantastic. All oh, the details amazing. I mean, just, um, I think uh, IGN.com has an article of 100 things that happen in, you know, the details in, in GTA. But if you as you're riding around, I mean, you get wet, you know, you, the whole up to whatever you point you got wet, you hear the squishing, you know. There's blood on if you run over somebody, there's blood it, on you your car leave, and it, you and it stays there and you can clean it off. I realized that, yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> nah, I was doing the, all the rampage missions with Trevor, which are hilarious. <laughs> At one point, you have to shoot uh, up a bunch of hipsters. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I shot up the hillbillies. I, I, I love the dialogue. The dialogue is awesome, especially especially between um, the two homeboys. I'm, yes. I don't know why Lamar everyone's name is getting me right now, but awesome. Yes, their their banter is Nigga. so funny. Like, cause it's real life, t- right? <laughs> then that, and then people will say what they want to say about using n words and all that, whatever. That's real life. People. I know dudes that talk like that in real life. I know dudes that talk very eloquently in real life, and I know dudes who talk eloquently in street in real life. And that banter is real to me. So I, I thought sure it indeed. was very. Um, I mean, but it was very. What's good. really been interesting is like the missions have a certain, they're a really nice cinematic flair. I think they built on GTA Four, um, like the new kind of heist system they have. But even the you know some of the solo missions because it's a gangbanger mission where you you go to the meeting and. There's some double cross and betrayal, and then you got to fight your way out, and it just played out really nice, you know, and really kind of cool, and you end up in a, you know, chased by the cops or whatever. Wow. <laughs> couldn't buy a daughter named her. I mean, couldn't buy a fire named her daughter yeah. in furnace. In furnace, that's her name. In furnace, the stripper. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was thinking about that. I, I ah, had to get the her online. Name. 
I online. honestly haven't even logged in, but I've heard that it's just not working. Not a little yeah, problem. Yeah, it's GTA, just um, not there's working. There's a little problem with it, right? Uh, yeah, I think they could have waited. Like, Here's yeah. my thing. I don't think an online option was even needed at this juncture. Eesh. They absolutely could have waited, wait until it was out of beta at least because it's, or it sounds like it's an alpha at this point because you can't even connect to the damn server, but they could have waited. They could have waited. Or if you do connect to the server, you get dropped, but they could have waited. It wasn't like people was, okay, let me, let me back up. People, some people really were scrambling after this, but my thing is a lot of people, yeah, some people beat it, but there's a lot of people still playing through it. Like us, we're still playing through it. We don't speak for the majority, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people still playing through it. And it's not like if they didn't get an online version right now that they would have been missing out on something. Like the game has always been so vast and so open-ended that there is truly so much to do. And if you really did beat the game already, which I have seen yes. many people have, was it that big of a deal that, you know, that you had to have online right now? Like yeah, when did the I game come out? I mean, selling Two so many ago? copies of the game, I kind of anticipated there's going to be a lot of traffic. So... I, I'm not even worried about online yes. at this point. And uh, same here. Same here. Did, did they not know that the, I mean, they had to, maybe they didn't know the numbers, but they had to know that this game was going to be crazy with the uh, sales. And then you have to have nah. a service that will nope. be able nope. to hold the load of people. Like it's just, you have to be prepared for that. One and thing I did notice about the, for any of this. I guess segueing away from uh, online. It was a mission where Trevor and Michael connect. And this was something like a, such a detail, but it just shows you what goes on. I came I came onto the scene. This is where Trevor first encounters Michael. And you, when it first happens, you only get Trevor's point of view. So he walks into a conversation and a conversation picks up from where he walks in. Well, for whatever, I failed the mission or something happened. I had to start over. Well, it starts over. And this time I'm Michael. But I'm getting like all the some the mm. events, the cinematic shows what precedes that conversation up to the moment Trevor walked in, and to me, it was such a cool. I, it was like a minor thing because in, in no in normal situations it would just start with Trevor because that's the what the narrative is supposed to be, you know. So I thought it was just so interesting that they shifted the perspective. Oh. Like now I'm Michael, I'm getting his piece of the conversation, and then it shifts back to Trevor where he was. It's the fact that it had that much thought put into something yeah. so so minor it was just amazing to me. I mean, I've run into like yeah. meth dealing, uh, burnt out meth meth homes, and you would think it was minor, but a lot of thought went into I that. I mean, a lot of thought wow. Went into that. There's so I'm hearing there's like Bigfoot and aliens and you know murder mystery in there, and I didn't know about um, the Bigfoot. I'm and sure aliens, and jetpacks so and every other craziness that's always in you know you can GTA. But no, uh, I jacked the uh, money van. Armor what are truck? they called? Oh, the armor uh, trucks. The armor truck. Armor tr yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, to all the fan bros out there, I figured that went out. When you see the dot on your screen, roll up, park your car in front of the money van, hop out. Yeah, make hop out, shoot it in the back. Easy money. Simple. Yeah, make it stop. Um, you got, you got, you got jacked by the. You fell for that with the girl. <sighs> oh yeah, that's I, I, this, the second time that happened. I, I knew it was about to happen, but I still went for it just to shoot <laughs> them because I was like, "Oh, you gonna nah. try and jack me?" Cause yeah. when it, when it, when she came out, like I knew, I was like, "This is set up," you know. Yeah, for, it's a set up. Yeah. So when I saw it, so I let her run off. I walked around the building, and from the back, you can oh. see the, these guys standing there, and yeah. they're like <laughs> waiting on you. <laughs> walked up behind them and popped them. <laughs> the only thing with me and GT, 
The only thing with me and GTA, and I know this is like wow. kind of backwards considering it's called GTA, but I'm not a good driver in GTA. Like in real life, I'm like Jason Statham. I could do it. I could be your. I could be a getaway driver. I could do it all. In GTA, I'm terrible. Like I'm getting better because I'm driving I mean, more and more. But like personally, like on the sticks, I'm I'm not that good. So, so you're the Chico Leo of GTA, is what you're saying? Yeah, I'm yeah, the Chico see, Leo. I'm good. You know, never, never I'm been good in the with car. driving in general, but like road. races, they always end up screwing me up. Oh, but, the oh, race. Forget it. Yeah. The, damn race the damn race the whole okay i'm behind the whole group the whole group groups up and the whole group basically crashes and i'm like oh this is my chance and then somebody <laughs> crashes into me and i'm like dog and the pain i her was there the in your voice. because i was so mad because that was like the third time man i, I ain't done a race <sighs> since uh, gta 3 but you know, that's about it for GTA. But speaking on some, you know, criminal activities, we can take this right over to Comics I Copped. And I actually read a DC book this week. Forever Evil number two dropped. Um, <laughs> it was cool. You know? Like, um, you know, comparing it to uh, Infinity, the crossover going to Marvel right now, it's like DC is every comic in DC's line, all 52 of the new 52 are involved in this crossover. While Marvel's Infinity is just like, you know, the Avengers and, you know, a few tie in well, books here and Battle there. Of the Atom going but, on. Yeah, I mean, Marvel has like three different crossovers going on at once. While DC just has this bid for every evil in which the Injustice League has come to DC's world. And allegedly killed all the main heroes and are taken over. And it's cool. There were some cool moments. I don't believe you. You uh, need more people. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's the only issue I read in the crossover. And I know the DC characters well enough to, you know, jump right in. I thought it was dope when Batman showed up at the end because it's like you thought all the heroes were dead. And then Batman shows up uh, to um, Cyborg's father, and he's got Cyborg with him, and Cyborg's all like blown in half, looking like C3PO <laughs> and Chewbacca, and um, looking like Gus Fring, huh? Yeah, and oh, and he's brownish, <laughs> and um, and and I mean not Cyclops. Batman shows up, and he's all you know. Cyborg's dad's like, "Yo, where's the rest of the Justice League?" And he's like. They didn't make it. So I thought that was a great moment, you know, to see Batman, like, uh, you know, about that. <laughs> um, uh, Justice League, uh, about that, you know. Not going to work out. But uh, I don't know. It's not the best, not the worst. I'll keep reading Forever Evil because I love a big crossover, obviously. You all fans know how much I love a big crossover like Age of Ultron or something. So we'll keep going with it. Ella, help me uh, out I here. What you been reading? In the last, uh, last Wednesday in this, uh, the new saga, of course, the Uncanny Avengers. All right, we're, we're not talking about saga because I'm, I'm reading that on trade and we're not going to spoil West that for me. And Mark, Mark Miller's Jupiter's Ooh. Legacy, which has been surprisingly better than I thought. 
Ah, I forgot. I read that too. Yeah, I I, I thought issue three yeah, really picked issue, that up. I was kind of like, eh, yeah, I don't know. The second issue, yeah. I could kind of see the writing on the wall where they were going. And issue three, they delivered, and they delivered, yep. in, they delivered in spades. Oh, did they? So yeah. this series is, is starting out. You know, it's, it's it's found its footing. We'll see if uh Mark Miller, you know, lands on his feet when it comes to a close. He. He has a bad thing with closings lately. I, I have I, not been I feeling agree. some of them. But, but Kills Frank it. quietly, uh, I, I mean, enough can't be said about that dude. Like, he's just one of my favorite artists of all time. His, the way he does action is it, it's just the best, I think. I, I don't think there's many people better at action working uh, right the now. The other series, I just went and uh, I saw a panel online, made me laugh out loud. I went cop the first four issues, Quantum and Woody by the newly relaunched Valiant Comics. Yo, hilarious, hilarious. Yo. You sent me the one page, and that, that it one made page me is what sparked my. Like, I remember the. I, you know, we're we're both old school Valiant guys, so I don't know if you've been following the newly relaunched Valiant uh, comic series, but it's been pretty good. I followed XO, read some of Bloodshot. Um, you know, they have. Archer and Armstrong, they have Shadow Man. And they've all been pretty solid, you know, pretty strong. A couple of them are okay. But when I read that Quantum and Woody, oh, man. Mm. <laughs> so, Tatiana, I think you would love it. Like, Really? Yes. It, it's, no, I, for a minute, I thought you said Quantum Leap. Qu- Quantum what? and Woody. Uh, <laughs> oh, Quantum and Woody. Uh, speaking of Quantum Leap, though, quick segue. Um, did y'all see the Breaking Bad, um, the the missing episode that somebody did this week where they used? No. Some, oh man, somebody took Quantum Leap and Jumped had into the body? um, what's his name, Sam? Yes, Sam. Sam jumps into Walter White's body <gasps> immediately no. after he gets the notice of being told he has cancer. So it's like he jumps in. <laughs> You know, and he's like, I think I jumped into this one too late. Oh, oh boy. And then it's like one, you know, two years later, and he jumps out right before Hank gets shot. (laughs) (laughs) And that explains everything. And it's even better because it explains Walt's like, no, you know. (laughs) And like order crumple after Hank gets shot. And then, I mean, it, as if that wasn't good enough to top the video off at the very end, you know how, like, on Quantum Leap, it shows his next jump. He jumps into Game of Thrones, into, um, what's my man who gets his head cut Ned. off? Eddard Stark. Ned, Nedard, Eddard. Ned. Ned Stark. Yep. Yeah, he jumps into Ned Stark's body right before oh. the sword comes down. Oh. <laughs> And he does the, <laughs> oh boy, you know. <laughs> nice. Yeah, check that out. That's after. But yeah, Quantum Woody, Quantum and Woody, not Quantum Leap. But yeah, Tatiana, everyone out there, Illa sent me a page from it this week, and I'm about to go cop it myself as well because it looks amazing. Hmm. Well, I got you a beat. I might need to see it myself. Yeah. No. Uh, the humor on that page, I mean, that's yeah. some writing right there. Cool. Yep. 
But uh, I think that's about it for the week. Um, Illa, Tatiana, you know, thank you for joining thank me. Thank you for again. having me. Of course, sir. Yep. All right. A uh, couple of quick points um, as soon as our sound gets right. I wanted to make a couple of quick points. We have a couple of uh, upcoming events. We're going to have a live show with Laughster. Did I say that right, Tatiana? You did, All righty. Laughster.com. You can check them out. We're going to be having an upcoming live podcast show. I'm co- What's the date? Uh, September. Tw- no, no. Sorry. We don't have a time machine. Sorry. October 22nd. Okay. Let's quantum leap back know, to the know, present. Yep, there we go. What's upcoming? Jumped okay. out for a second. Because I'll be visiting the New York area uh, soon. Oh, what will okay. be awesome oh, wow. is a yeah. Breaking Bad versus The Wire show. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Uh, when are you going to be in New York? October, November. I'm, I'm going to work it out with the the mighty DJ Ben Ami. And uh, yeah, right. I wanted to wait until right. after you guys come back from Comic-Con. So that's not in the way. We, we've we been working on getting some of the people from The Wire on the show just to do something I mean, like that. So, you know, you might have to maybe coordinate all that together. Quest love. You know, we, we've reached out to them in the past. You know, it, it could happen very soon, though. We have some other big guests coming up for October. As we know, Juno Diaz will be coming on the show uh, later on mm-hmm. in October. Jamie Hernandez, writer of Love and Rockets, right? Mm-hmm. We'll be coming on the show pretty soon. It's it's you know it's some big lineups. Um, editor in chief of Marvel Comics, Yuri, you, you get his name Axel right for Alonso. me, so I don't mess it up. There we go. It's such a fresh name too, Axel Alonso. He'll be on the show in a couple of weeks. But anyway, yeah, Laster dot com. Go there, check it out. October twenty second, we'll be doing a live show with some very special giveaways. It's a big thing. It's coming up. We'll be talking about it more in coming weeks. Also, for those in the New York City area, we're going to be having a film screening. I would call it a festival, but we're only showing one movie. <laughs> so we're going to be having a film screening. In yeah. <laughs> Maybe a- to be a festival, has got to be a party of movies, man. All right. We might have a couple of shorts. I don't know if that makes a festival. <laughs> but we're going to have a couple of shorts uh, and a movie coming up in the New York City area. And there will be alcohol and food served at this event. <laughs> it's a festival. So... Word up. It's a festival. <laughs> it's even a festivus. <laughs> I was reaching. But, yeah. Um, with that, I th- I'm done, right? Yeah, I don't have anything else uh, to say. We're done, yeah, we thank you. Um, uh, yes, the questions of the week are... What are your favorite neglected TV shows, past, present? You know, what do you feel never got the love it deserved? You know, like everyone always talks about Arrested Development, etc. Right now, people are saying Revolution. The Shield. Some more love. Uh, the Shield. Mm, yep. It, Sleepy Hollow, I heard. Sleepy Hollow, yes. And they will be at New York Comic Con. We might be interviewing them, speaking of Sleepy Hollow. Also, we wanted to ask you what movie should we show, you know, for our film festival. We've already got a few planned out, but, you know, we just want to hear your thoughts on it. But I'm done. You know, I've already said too much craziness for this episode. So I, I, I apologize Tatiana, for kicking up mud and else? dirt on your couch. But, you know, I had a, a Rick James, huh? fuck your couch. Sorry. <laughs> 
you know. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, you went over my head and probably most of the fan bros out there, but, you know, <laughs> let's wrap it up, B. Let's make another Dave Chappelle I reference. I understand. Yep. From ho- I'm getting back in my DeLorean. I'll see y'all later. All righty. Well, that's it. Shout out to Chico Leo. Shout out to Jamie Rigetti. We miss you out there. Shout out to all the fan bros. Hit us at fanbros.com. On the Twitter at fanbros show, you can hit Tatiana King at Tatiana King. L-O-Y-C at L-O-Y-C and of course me, DJ Ben Amin at DJ Ben Amin. Thank you, God bless and good night.